You ever do two shows at the same time? I, you know what? I don't kiss and tell, John. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I feel a little bad about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, boy. In college, I wrote, uh, I wrote the same paper for two classes once. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's, uh, did, you, did it work out okay? Or It did. Yeah, I got, I got a good grade. I think I got like an A-. Well, you so, got a good grade uh, the first like, time, and you're like, great, <laughs> done. <laughs> no, it was, uh, what the heck? Like, I can't remember. What, so one was political science, and then the other was history, maybe. And uh, I wrote it uh, about battle over the theory of evolution in the United States. I was able to submit it to both classes. <laughs> wow. That's pretty good. I told the I told the professors and they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> wow. And I you know, I tweaked I tweaked it a little bit for each class, but it was basically I mean all the research was was for one. I remember one writing a a uh, paper I usually was pretty good about like writing stuff and turning it in and all that, but there was one semester it was like the, literally the second to last day of the semester I had a paper due. And I really didn't want to write the paper. And so I was up at like two or three in the morning trying to get, it was not a long paper, you know, somewhere in like the, I think it was like five pages or something like that. And I was doing all the like font tricks and everything to try oh, to stretch yeah. this mm-hmm. paper out to five pages. And it was for one of my religion classes. And I literally think I used the phrase, can't we all just get along somewhere? In <laughs> I did not, did not do great on that paper, that but phrase I had not okay been invented. That had not been invented when I was in college. The teacher wrote, oh God, but it was a religion yeah. class. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was not my best choice. I loved writing the papers I had assigned as early in the process as possible. Like that was my... That was my thing because then it wasn't hanging over oh, my man. head and I hated the stress. You're of one of them. It. Oh God. Yeah. And I was not, my, I was, I was up all night. I worked better on it. Every, yeah. every paper. I, I can't do all nighters. Like I'm just not built for it. Like, so I have to get it done. And then the woman who became my wife, but at the time was my girlfriend. Uh, she was one of you, right? She was, I'm married to both of you, but she, she was a do the paper the night before and not even like do it, do it the night before in a way that is sane. Like, uh, it's midnight. I guess I should start the paper now. Like wh- why? And I would just go to sleep. But Lauren loves to remind me that like there was some paper that we both had to write for the same class that I had handed in three weeks prior and she handed oh in, you know, after being up all night yeah. and she got, I don't remember the exact scores, but she got two percentage <laughs> points higher, like 97 <laughs> versus 95. And I'm like, sure, but I got to sleep. <laughs> like, well, I see, that's the thing. I, I was never it. an all night puller because I, I like you, Lex, I think I just, I wouldn't function then the next day. So yeah. like I was somewhere I mean, in I between. I would usually get like three hours of sleep. Oh yeah. That's not, it wasn't yeah. enough for me. I'm somewhere in between yeah. you guys. Like I would write my paper like a couple days beforehand, but I would not do it like three weeks early i rarely yeah. that was the only occasion where i wrote one the night before and it, it it suffered as a result i i i've told this story on the other podcast that i used to do with available Alexa, wherever you don't listen just like you john to submit the same story for two exactly. different podcasts <laughs> <laughs> um but um when i was in high school i was taking a psychology class and you had to do like a practical experiment Turned all your friends into and, prison and, guards and, didn't you and then submit it submit a paper for it and so i got you know like i went i just blissfully did not think about the fact that i had to do this paper and then like two days before i'm like 
what the hell am I going to do? How am I going to do a practical experiment in the next two days? And so I did it on sleep deprivation. And I stayed up the night before as I was typing up the paper and writing up about, you know, all of my findings about sleep deprivation. And I took my pulse and my respiration as I went through the wow. night. And that was my practical. That was my practical night. And again, A minus. <laughs> wow. Solid work. So I was going to, I was hoping you were going to do something about the psychological effects of procrastination because that would also, yeah, well, that, would, that would have been, yeah. 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 I was also in high school, at least the king of like the 89.45% grade at the end of the quarter, because my school only put letter grades on the report cards, did not show percentages. And so I was, I was like very good at not even intentionally, but somehow skating to an A that was the lowest possible A, like <laughs> it required a lot of rounding and healthy estimation, but that was yeah, my the thing that for me in high school, especially, and I did this in college too, which is I don't, I'm really bad at taking notes. Like I just don't, I Part of it is my handwriting is bad and I just, I have a hard time like writing. And, and when we were in school, we were probably all using like pen and paper and notebooks <laughs> or chisels in John's yeah. case. In, yeah. yeah, I just want to say in college, I used a handspring visor. How could you take notes on that fast? Oh, a keyboard. Okay. Uh, a, a You're keyboard. not writing like graffiti. So no. It was actually the coolest accessory, right? And I'm sure they make some for iPhones and stuff now too, but it was like, it was a fold-up keyboard that was about the size of the handspring. So I started taking notes on that. Uh, so you just like, you know, you had a Game Boy cartridge-esque yep. slide the yep. thing. I had a visor as well in uh, senior year, yeah. And then I... I had a visor, I but it was a thing I put on my head. <laughs> they have a little spinning... Because mm-hmm. I'm really, really good at taking notes when See, I don't write it down. I have to write it down. I circle everything. Like my, my handwritten notes, I have a page of them next to me right now. There's just everything circled. I don't know what the circles well, mean. That's but the I thing. write like, notes I, and then I circle them. I, I would, I'm really bad at like distilling. Like I remember stuff, but I'm really bad at distilling. Like what do I choose to write down? Like same way, like I don't highlight books. I didn't highlight books when I used to study because I would just end up highlighting like everything. <laughs> so I, I just... <laughs> I, I mean, I was like a crammer, right? Like I would That's like not how you exactly. I would like read the whole thing and just be like, try to like load it all into RAM, basically, and then go to a test <laughs> and then forget everything immediately afterwards. <laughs> you need some RAM doubler there. Anyway, technology. Yeah. Oh yeah, technology. Thanks for, thanks for bringing it back around. <laughs> Is to that what we're supposed to be doing? Also, when I do yeah. handwritten notes, I have no idea what any of them mean. So, uh, big week. <laughs> big, big week. <laughs> Why was it a big week, Dan? It's not. There is oh. nothing going on. It is very quiet. Well, the thing is, we have a lot to discuss. Ready for a Because okay. I would say we have more listener questions than I can recall us having in some time. Oh, there wow. are many, many listener questions. More than and we usually three. Try to save more than try, try to save them till till later in the show. But this week we're diving in. If you're wondering how on earth did these people submit questions that the shows are going to answer, and why the answer is they uh, became Rebound Prime members. So they went to prime.reboundcast.com and they paid us as little as uh, I think five dollars a month. Maybe actually you can even pay less if you pay for an annual subscription. So there you go, prime.reboundcast.com. Uh, use promo code Rebound and save nothing. But. Uh, <laughs> ifix.cz uh, says, how do you or people you know handle screen time? And what do they do if it's not available? I've just had yet another Saturday 6 a.m. argument with my nine-year-old because Apple <laughs> TV doesn't have it. He's a good kid who otherwise succumbs to rules and opens a good book instead, but I'd have to put an annoying pin on the TV. I, we don't really think, use screen time. My daughter's laptop has screen time on it. I think the, I think the solution is right there in front of you. You put the annoying yeah. pin on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is what I did. And, yeah, and, and yet, yeah, we fought about it all the time. And uh, now that he's 18, he doesn't have, (laughs) he doesn't need, really need screen. You know, he doesn't, the restrictions are no longer. He can do whatever he wants. He can pretty much do whatever he wants. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we still play games together and stuff. Board games, I mean. I'm texting my oldest as we write. 
I will remove screen time from your laptop. Wow. Like. Policy policy change happening right here. Yeah, really, yeah. No can kidding. you take it off mine too while you're at it? Or? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, can somebody put it on mine so I can work less? That's my that's my The goal. thing that the thing that's annoying now is trying to roll it back without like rolling it back too far because I still don't want him to be able to buy shows and stuff like that cuz he'll just right. like buy everything, you know, like he would he'll just get charged my credit card and he'll buy like seasons of shows that he'll probably never watch. So, uh it, it's like trying to figure out particularly on the Apple TV like what's the What's the right way to do this again? I think I think I've got it. Hopefully, we'll find out. <laughs> Listener Jack Carlson says, "One, what's your favorite note-taking app? And two, do you <laughs> generally take notes textually or verbally?" Wow, uh, I didn't know that. That is I don't amazing, read them time. That, Jack. Yeah, what, way to get in there with the question. Yeah, right, yeah, I mean, yeah. Kind of asked and answered. Finger but... on the <laughs> finger on the pulse of the rebound. I, I have more details to share right, of Lex, my current usage. Roll it, roll it out so, for us. I do like to have handwritten notes for work um, because you know it comes from I think the days of when I use my laptop's mic for video calls, where if you were typing, it would be cacophonous. So I started taking notes by hand. Then even when I switched to using an external mic for video calls, where the keyboard wouldn't be cacophonous, I still I like to have my work notes handwritten for some things. But all of my other notes live in one of two places: the Notes app. And BB Edit documents. I have BB Edit saved to a Dropbox folder and take notes in there. Just new document for every conversation, every call, everything. I take all my notes in there and save them. And then I can always get them back. And they just save all the time, even if I don't save them manually. It's great. Wonderful. That's what I do. Hmm. I have very few cases in which I need to take notes. But if I do, I either generally use the Notes app or occasionally like... I used to like when I would go to um, you know an Apple event or something, and I would actually be there, and I wanted to take notes. I just open BB Edit and just use that. Like, mm. I just want to jot down a few things here and there. But again, to my earlier point, I'm still not good at taking notes, so I usually end up with these files that have like seven words in them that I've written down during an hour long <laughs> event, and I'm like, I don't really know what's what's happening. I mean, but like, you could always yeah. rewatch this thing, so I don't know. I I'm bad at notes, is what I'm saying, and so I don't invest a lot of money in note-taking software because i even though it's all like aspirational i know i won't use it yeah particularly for notes it doesn't seem like well i mean i guess you could i i so i usually use the notes app but i also have a slew of you know moleskin books lying around that sure, i yeah. frequently use and i don't have a system so like half the time i'm trying to remember if i put it in the notes app or if it's in a book someplace that i need to go find because i have ones up in my office and then i have ones downstairs in case i need need to write something down while I'm downstairs. <laughs> I also have one in my pocket. It's none of it makes any sense. And then I, I have I have also on very rare occasion uh, used the pencil on my iPad to take notes, um, but not very, very much. Very hard, unfortunately. Yeah. And I'll add, I just, uh, this is sort of secondary, but I bought a new uh, second gen Apple pencil because it was on sale at, at a website with, that you shop at. I don't know what it's called. Mm. Um, it was Amazon.com, everybody. It was Amazon. <laughs> You don't know that. Nope, you don't know that. It was amazing. <laughs> Legally distinct. I never use that shortcut that you can do with a pencil or your finger on iPads. To oh, quick note? Notes. I think you can do it on, on Macs now, too. I have, yes. yeah, yeah. I have used yeah. it on occasion. I have not used it yet, either. But yeah, um, it keeps popping up. But it's sometimes more it. annoying than useful. Here's a, It's so weird, too, sometimes, because like right now... For example, I was curious. I'm like, oh, let me scroll. I'll, I'll go down there in the corner. And it showed me like a phone number or something. I was like, oh, I wonder what phone number I put in there. And I clicked it and it was blank. And I was like, I don't know what just happened. 
<laughs> Are you confused. sure it wasn't saying like this was from your phone? Like you opened notes on your phone and so now I'm showing it to you elsewhere? Could no? be. Okay. I don't know. I have no, yeah, no real idea what is happening there. Well, here's the good news. You have chances to know other things. I think this is probably a question for Moltz, though. Listener Jack Carlson again says, what's the easiest and safest way to emulate an old Mac OS on a modern Mac? Mm. I've dual booted many Windows machines into another OS, but never on a Mac. I don't have a good answer for that, actually. because And the reason I don't have a good answer is because oh, I have, have so Macs. many old Macs. <laughs> you yeah. have the Macs. Yeah, I, I realize that. I don't, I I don't do that. Um, I know there are some. There's one called um, Sheep Shaver, actually. Sheep Shaver. Yeah, yeah that's, the one is, to, that's the one I was trying to think of. Yeah. Yeah, that one I've heard good things about. Um, that one has like a lot of emulation options. I'm not sure what else. VMAC, I think, too. That was one um, that was floating around a little while ago. So the world hasn't gotten any better at naming software. Is no, God, no. <laughs> God, All the good names no. were taken, you know. Basilisk 2? A thousand years ago. <laughs> Literally a thing. <laughs> Not making it up. Basilisk 2 is a 68K Macintosh emulator. Yeah. A fun game to I've play also is that you can make up any sound and have it sound like it's a potential streaming service. <laughs> I, I, like, you, I will believe anything. If you take some oh, vowels did, take some vowels Did you get out. a gravy subscription? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, that was actually just they ship you a box of gravy every month. It's GRVY. Man, I would... I would, I would, I would, man, would gravy GR- of the month club? Sorry, Come GR- on. GRVY is funny because somebody, <laughs> like, some marketing person was like, yeah, it's a groovy. And everyone's like, oh, I think it says gravy, man. It says gravy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys sign up for a bleep lab um, some great shows there mahir mahir is here and says how can i legally stream free over the air tv channels without paying for cable or a subscription <laughs> streaming service i know i can set up antennas what's your solution well first i think the plural of antenna is antennae but it's fine and it is but that's it you to watch over the air tv you set up a giant ass hd tv yeah, there's yeah, really no other reliable way to do it because right. Well, you can't legally do it. For so there's free, been right? a couple attempts, right? You remember, remember Ariel way back in the day, A E R I A L, which got sued into oblivion. There's one recently that I was using called Lowcast, L O C A S T, which I think also got shut down. Which like I was watching Lowcats, which is similar but similar but not quite the same. There is there's an app called like Channels or something. I feel like has some sort. I don't really know what that's for though. I haven't used it, but I feel like I've heard people talk about it. But I think the the hundred percent the the getting an antenna is the most reliable and yeah. legal way to do it that's what that's what we do and it's i mean you know your your mileage or reception i guess will vary depending on where you are and what channel yeah. you can get yeah but and if you're willing yeah. to go up on your roof you can really get a giant one and do great but you can get i mean it's you know of course of course it's hd but the picture is off is often fantastic yeah, it's it's often better than you'll get from the cable because cable compresses and the antenna does not. Channels yeah. is an app, I guess, that lets you you can run it with a if you have an antenna. I think you can put it on your devices to watch the TV from that antenna. Basically, That's somebody else's job. I can't be bothered. <laughs> I don't want to do that. That sounds like a lot of work. I don't know. There you it's, go. It's what it sounds like one of those things where there's multiple points of failure and it stresses me. Well, it's like you can but have I, an Apple TV. Yeah. It's like an yeah. Apple TV app that I guess works with if you have like some way of receiving. Yeah. Over I had I had so many Elgatos. <laughs> those things, <laughs> Look at this man. Guy. I, I still, well, I, I should say, I still have them. Of course, they're sitting in boxes in you know, like probably like ten feet away from me here in the basement. But boy, did I I used a lot of those things to record TV back in the day. So many cats. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I don't have to do that anymore. 
Listener Josh, who also posted this question in our Slack, said, how did Samsung make a better display than Apple that supports AirPlay 2? This monitor seems like a much better deal than the studio display, and he links to the Samsung M8 Smart Monitor. Yeah, I saw that going around. I was intrigued by that, actually, because it had a, a, a few different things. It's got like a magnetic webcam you can add on to it, too. Yeah. I don't know. Which, I mean, Which, to me, reeks of we couldn't fit the camera in our monitor, which is fine. Like, but again, it's, it's huge, like, too, right? Like, it's probably way better than... <laughs> The yes. one that's in the studio display. And it looks fairly... I mean, <laughs> it's funny because it looks as though they designed it to work with like an Apple stuff, basically. It comes in like pastel colors. I don't love the design of it because it's it not looks amazing. like corrugated cardboard or no. something. <laughs> but it's interesting. I don't know. And it's I considerably mean, less expensive. It's 730 bucks. Yeah, it's way cheaper, right? I mean, That's I, my favorite feature. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know what the resolution on it is. Uh, I hadn't seen that. To lose weight? <laughs> no. No. No, no. Uh, UHD, it's, it says, 3480 by 2160. I don't know what that is in like... It's I guess a 4K that's, HDR no, yeah, it's 10 basically plus 4K. panel, whatever that means. It's 4K, right? So it's not as high resolution as the studio display or the iMac, but it's got... But it costs a, about 4K less also. <laughs> <laughs> He's working on his Type 5, everyone. Don't worry about uh, it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> It's getting there. He's getting somewhere anyway. <laughs> uh, listen, I, I mean, the reason that Samsung can make a display and better is obviously subjective, and it depends on what you prioritize. But is because they have different goals. <laughs> that's that's yeah, why. Essentially, yeah. yeah. I, I, Apple didn't want to make that product, right? Like they wanted to make their studio display product, and they wanted to charge sixteen hundred dollars for it. So that's what they did. <laughs> There's nothing to say they couldn't do a display like this, but. It just wasn't the trade-offs that they wanted to make. So We have a couple more listener questions, but first, we have so much business to attend to. It is a busy week for the rebound. <laughs> uh, it's hard to imagine, you guys, but spring is almost here. I think technically, by calendar determination, spring is here. <laughs> we are so close to feeling that soft grass under our feet, but first, we need to get our lawn back. I'm using the royal we. Thankfully, Sunday gets your lawn growing and helps to keep it healthy all season long. Sunday can help you grow a beautiful lawn without the guesswork or the nasty chemicals. Their custom plans include fertilizer and everything you need to easily care for your lawn. And with ingredients like seaweed, iron, and molasses, you can feel good with kids and pets being around, particularly if they're own all you have to do is visit getsunday.com put in your address and their lawn analysis tool does the rest then they use soil and climate data to create a personal nutrient plan delivered to your door when you need it just attach the ready-to-use pouch to a garden hose and spray it takes fewer than 15 minutes best of all this stuff really works both dan and i have done the sunday experience and you know you, you go to their website and put in your house and it's like hey here's a satellite view and here's the shape of your lawn it figures out your lawn from i don't know machine learning something who knows Drones. but it's like and based on where you live this is what we think your lawn has and this is what we think you need my lawn looked its best last year and that is 100 percent true i did not know what to expect and the answer was it worked great sunday's offering our listeners 20% off. Full season plans start at just $129, and you can get 20% off at checkout when you visit getsunday.com slash rebound20. That's 20% off your custom plan at getsunday.com slash rebound20. Our thanks to Sunday for their support of this show and grass everywhere. <laughs> Brian M. has a question, you guys. Is it worth it to upgrade an older MacBook Air, late 2014 model, to Big Sur? Tried over the weekend and got a flat error message that it couldn't be installed due to lack of space. It needed 25 gigabytes free, supposedly. Cleared up that much space, and then the installer just said it couldn't be installed, even though this model's on the compatibility list. I was running the installer from the App Store. Any tips, or should I just hmm. stay at Catalina? You should go to Catalina and take a vacation. <sighs> I, remember. I, I have a 2014 Air. 
Of course. I wonder if can. I can. Uh, it do, like do it right now. It's not. It must be asleep. It must be it's asleep because it's not on the network right now. It's gonna wait. All your old Macs you keep on it's all running, the time? but it's it's whatever it's running. It's the it's running the most up to date thing that it can run. And I will say that it is a little slow. So I think I think maybe you're better off not going with the latest thing that it can That's run. P- probably true. Boy, I'm, I'm really hung up on this though. Do you, do you typically leave all of your old your networkable <laughs> Macs on and online <laughs> all the time? Lex, <laughs> <laughs> have you have you met? Not him? all of them. No, no. Like I mean, you know, I, the, there's the, there's a performer here at my feed that has not been connected to anything for probably a year, and and obviously the SE is not connected to <laughs> to I, the I network. Kinda, I love though that you have a bunch of them. Uh, but the 2007 iMac is on and running uh, because the Drobo is connected to that. Wow. So well, that's man, that's a that's lot. Cool. There's a lot happening there. Oh yeah, no, there's <laughs> maybe too much. A, too much. It's a Rube Goldberg machine here. <laughs> We have one final question, and I, I'm actually, I have the, the same question and no answer. Maybe you guys do. This is ifix.cz again. Uh, thank you for Britishizing your name pronunciation for me, by the way. How long do you think it will take nerds to figure out how to run the studio display from the built-in A13? <laughs> so I saw, I actually heard a similar discussion about this, and I think the really great point about it is there is, first of all, I think it's possible, but the things are going to make it challenging. There's no Wi-Fi in the, in the monitor hmm. uh yeah. so you know it, you can't getting anything onto it has got to be like hardwired through so that's gonna slow things down a bunch because you know it's it's not gonna be able to do much so hmm. I, i'm not sure that it's impossible i think somebody could probably get access to the whatever it's running ios right there's probably a way to get into that but i think it's not going to be trivial i think you have to spend some time sort of uh, you know, potentially ripping the thing open, even if you really want to get access to it, <laughs> yeah, which really. seems like a bad idea. And at that point, just buy the goddamn iPhone. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, people are doing it because they get want two to of those see Samsung monitors and rip one of those yeah. open. <laughs> Put an A13 in the Samsung monitor, eh? <laughs> or just duct tape a, an iPad to it. And you're basically the iPhone is that coming point. from inside the monitor. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, you have to assume that at some point somebody's going to hack their way in and it will be totally fun for them and totally useless for the rest of us. Right. I mean, it's not it's not a thing that's ever going to be useful, right? It's not like there's... <laughs> that's what they said about this show, Dan. Well, they were right. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm not, it's fair, this show is very useful. I don't know what you're talking about. It is. It is very useful. That actually, this has nothing to do with anything. This is a turning this car around story. But years and years ago, I would take my kids to buy presents for their, their mom, my wife, Lauren, for her birthday. And Sierra had picked out Minnie Mouse-themed pajamas and spent like weeks leading up to Lauren's birthday telling her, you're going to love your present. I got you a really useful gift. And so <laughs> that's that's how she felt about pajamas, that they were useful. And so that's, that's all. Very that's what it made me think of. Now you know. Mm, very very useful. useful. Yeah. It's true. They were somewhat <laughs> useful. When your Karen bought us all matching Christmas pajamas oh, no. for Christmas, <laughs> and she decided to wash them first, <laughs> and they all came out pink. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, open it up, like you got me pink pajamas. She's like, well, funny story. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say uh, that they uh, disintegrated in the wash. <laughs> that seems like the kind of things that. You yeah, know, Christmas pajamas might do. Mm, well, it's close. I guess it's useful. I, I have some uh, some new hardware in the house. Oh, oh yeah, no, go. Look at this guy. I went away on a work trip, and that's, of course, the time that the garage door chose to die. It had been, the, the motor had been slowly going, and we'd gotten it fixed a few times, and then this time, uh, Lauren could not get the garage door to work and called the repair person who said, yep, yeah, it's done. 
it's over. <laughs> and he's like, so when you replace it, you could do a, a smart Wi-Fi one or you could just do another regular one. And like, I'm not pushing you to do one or the other, like just whichever <laughs> one you want, we could do. And so Lauren's like, what do you think we should do? And I'm like, what's the cost difference? Listener, the cost difference was higher than it should be, frankly. And I was like, well, I feel like if we're going to replace the garage doors and they have a good warranty on these Wi-Fi ones, we'll regret not getting the Wi-Fi ones, even though they're overpriced right now. So it's, you use the MYQ app or the MyQ app, not based on a comedian whose podcast Dan has been on, but uh, it's, it's the, the doors themselves are made by Chamberlain and the app is, is from MyQ and I don't know, they're, they're decent it, you can get alerts you can get very annoying alerts to say the garage has been open and the garage has been closed those get tiring very quickly but i do appreciate that i can set up an alert that's like hey it's after 10 p.m and your garage door is still up or hey your garage has been open for more than half an hour because i never want either of those things to happen and uh, that's been useful uh, also both of the garage doors have cameras in them <laughs> the, the motors i'm not sure what the point is of that so if i ever want to see hey that's what my car looks like i can <laughs> Well, you might forget. I don't know. Somebody might yeah. sneak in in the middle of the night and replace your car with a different car. The cameras can rotate 360 degrees, but wow. not on their own. So you can choose what way you want it to point. So I'm thinking. I can think of a reason why you might point that side. Like, like you could get you could get a neighborhood animal stuck in there. Yeah, sure. A raccoon. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had I've kangaroo. had neighborhood cats go in and just like <laughs> I've had, you know I go in in the morning and there are footprints on the the windshield oh wow that's oh man a car like cats borrowing your cars that's rough yes <laughs> they don't even have licenses john yeah they're on the inside of the windshield <laughs> dun, 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 just, the cat is coming from inside the car <laughs> for one minute we're gonna forget where i work and just not talk about it but um oh believe me i've been doing that for 30 <laughs> the garage door keeps every time i open the app it's like hey you should you should join amazon key and we're like we'll give you 30 bucks if you do amazon key and amazon key means that amazon can open your garage and put your package in there and my feeling is no and that's all okay end of that conversation nothing more to say on that topic <laughs> every t- i just like the idea i'm picturing in my head that every time you open the garage door like you walk up to the door and the door opens there's just a guy there is like hey you want to join amazon key and you're like what the hell are you doing in my garage it's pretty close it's pretty close i don't even have a garage <laughs> <laughs> let alone many garages and yet they still are trying to get me rack. to do it <laughs> It's hard to imagine how the other half lives, isn't it, Lex? (laughs) (laughs) I just park my car inside my house. (laughs) One of my favorite Simpsons quotes from, like, I don't know, one of the first eight years of Simpsons is Homer is talking to Mo, and Homer mentions his garage. And Mo goes, garage? Well, ooh la da Mr. Frenchman. And Homer goes, well, what do you call it? And Mo says, I call it a car hole. And I think about that every day. I call it a car hole every so, day. Truly, every day. Wow. I say, I say, la Mr. Frenchman, and I, I refer to our garage as a car hole almost exclusively. <laughs> I didn't do it for the show, but now we got there, so there it is. Wow. Yeah, I call it a car <laughs> hole. We, we, we were left speechless. I think that summed it Dan up right and I there. Are speechless. We have nothing. We have nothing to <laughs> offer that. This podcast is over. Well, I'll give you. I'll stall for time for you because thank you, thank this you. Is, this is the good way to stall because listen, if you're a software engineer, you've been there. Not my car hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see if that lasts. If you're a software engineer, you've been there. It's 9 p.m. You're finally unwinding from work, but then your phone buzzes with an alert. Something's broken, and your mind's already racing at what could be wrong. 
Do we have slow running queries? Did I introduce a bug in my last deploy? Now the whole team's scrambling from tool to tool and messaging person after person, same thing, to find and fix the issue. That won't happen if you get New Relic. New Relic combines 16 different monitoring products that you'd normally buy separately so engineering teams can see across their entire software stack in one place. More importantly, you can pinpoint issues down to the line of code so you know exactly why the problem happened and can resolve it quickly. That's why the dev and ops teams at DoorDash, GitHub, Epic Games, and more than 14,000 other companies use New Relic to debug and improve their software. Whether you run a cloud-native startup or a Fortune, a Fortune 500 company, it takes just five minutes to set up New Relic in your environment. That next 9 p.m. call is just waiting to happen, and it's not molts. Get New Relic before it does, and you can get access to the whole New Relic platform and 100 gigabytes of data free forever with no credit card required. Just sign up at newrelic.com slash rebound. That's N-E-W-R-E-L-I-C dot com slash rebound. That URL one more time, newrelic.com slash rebound. Our thanks to New Relic for their support of this show and peace and quiet at 9 p.m. That's, yeah. Who doesn't like some peace and quiet at 9 p.m.? I mean, oh, I'm, man. Oof. Don't get me started. We have a, uh, a house behind us that's sort of like kitty corner behind us, like like adjacent yards. And that house has more dogs <laughs> than I feel like it should have, which is to say five, maybe? And sometimes, you know, throughout the, the day, they'll let them out and they'll run around and bark. And it's just really weird because one of them is like little tiny poofy dog. And one of them is a fucking Irish wolfhound, which could <laughs> eat that dog. <laughs> And not That's blink. not how dogs like to operate. It's man. a dog eat dog world, John. I've no, been assured. It's not, not yet. Anyway, <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, I think. It, I think. It, uh, anyways, they're very loud and obnoxious, and we've definitely been the people who've looked up like what are the rules about barking dogs in our city. I really thought Dave was going to say we were looking up who competes with Sunday and uses poisonous chemicals in their lawn treatments. <laughs> not going to say that. <laughs> They're they're good dogs, Don. <laughs> These dogs are okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I have some con- I have some concern. Yeah, our dog doesn't work so good anymore. Yeah, mm. he's mm. he's he's old. His back legs do not function very well. Aye, aye, aye. He sleeps a lot. <laughs> well, that part sounds lovely. He gets up. He comes downstairs and he goes back to sleep downstairs. <laughs> I've known some people like that. Yeah, well, well, we'll all get there someday. This is true. We're lucky. <laughs> I if, if I lose my back legs, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's one of those times when we could ask each other the, the perennial question of whether we want to do picks. Oh, do we? I, I actually have a pick. I have a couple. Oh, take it away, I have, a pick that, I have a pick that's a whole story. Oh, <laughs> no, I love that. Settle well, I mean, in, folks. It's Hang not on. a good story, Let but it's a whole story. <laughs> Unsettle in, folks. It It is about technology, though, of course. Oh, you are right. Because apparently in the most recent version of macOS, Apple removed Python oh, 2. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people were discovering suddenly that YouTube download doesn't work anymore. <laughs> and consequently, Viddle doesn't work anymore. Oh, yes. Uh, now, apparently you can reinstall python and get it working again um i i did that but when i went to run it uh on the command line which run youtube download on the command line it would run but it wouldn't download anything um which it sometimes does and i'm not so maybe that needs to be updated but but at that point i was so like frustrated with the whole thing i was like and of course i have many older machines that were not upgraded (laughs) 
to 12.3. So uh, I was just able to go to another machine to download the video that I wanted to get. But also, uh, Jason Snell introduced me to Downy, which is a an app. Uh, it's also part of Setapp. And, it's also uh, a great it's, fabric softener. It's Yeah, it's, yeah. but this is not... Uh, I've tried using it as fabric fabric softener. This is not a very good fabric okay, softener. So good. Yeah. Uh, just, you know for clarity purposes i won't and that's a mac app downy it is a mac app yeah and um it uh, works very well it's been able to download everything that i've thrown at it so far so uh, 20 bucks do you do deal. a lot of, of youtube downloading i do yeah Got it. i like to get i mean <laughs> i like to download trailers <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I, no judgment here well, I, it's funny if i need to download if i need to download a um a youtube video which happens, you know, I don't know, for me a handful of times a year, I just, I Google like YouTube downloader and there's a million websites where you just type in the YouTube link, you paste in the YouTube link yeah. and it just downloads it for you. So yeah. you must be, you do, can you do that. Do it too often. So yeah, that's I, not so I'd use YouTube. And also this dash. is, this downy is pretty fast. I think it's, well, so far it seems like it's faster than YouTube download. Well, the YouTube DL got, got throttled by YouTube at one point. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah. Cause it's like super slow now when you use it. It's, and I, I guess they've somehow figured out what traffic is coming from it and and like they haven't blocked it but they have made it very very slow which is annoying so i'll yeah. have to I, d- I don't need to download stuff very often from youtube but it does come up every once in a while so i'll keep that in mind yeah so that's my pick and a little explanation of why that's i like needed a, a pick like a real technology pick i don't know i wasn't <laughs> technology Damn, do you have a pick I, I i it's not a technology pick now i feel like i should have a technology that's okay pick. mine wasn't either so you'll you'll help ease my transition i actually seen a surprising number of movies lately but i will i'm gonna throw out two there both of which i think are fairly popular but i watched and enjoyed we watched turning red the new pixar movie um that one. which is i thought was really great a lot of fun great looking very i merely liked it well yeah, you are a philistine <laughs> Wow, now we're getting somewhere. (laughs) That's fine. We can go into that some other time then. But I also watched Free Guy, which... Yeah, it's fun. I thought that was surprisingly good. I I thought so too. I I thought I was not going to like it. (laughs) My bar was low for that movie. And everyone kept talking about like, oh, it's better than I expected. And you know what? It was better than I expected. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Ryan Reynolds, you know, he's... Right. Ryan Reynolds is like painfully good. And I I like that movie too. Yeah. I mean, he's he doesn't have a lot of range, but he's really good at what he does. Right? Like, he is... The Ryan Reynolds character is solid like i will watch him pretty much drop right. him into any movie and i feel like he's he's at least yeah x entertaining right yeah I, I don't think that you could name like core character traits that differentiate his, them that right yes. differentiate him from even deadpool agreed. Like, oh, okay, 100%, that guy. yeah 100 percent agreed but he's he gets by a lot but he's a he's got that movie star thing right where it's charm he's very charming yes and he's self-effacing and that works really well for a lot of these things so that movie is entertaining. I will say, surprisingly weak performance, I thought, in that movie from Taika Waititi, who I usually really like, but that role was... I think he was fine. I always enjoy him, but it didn't really do him any favors. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was not It was not yeah. the best. The villain role was not the best part of that. I thought there were a lot of other yeah, roles in that agree. movie that were better. I will also say, so fun, fun facts about that movie... Uh, at least several of it, a lot of it's filmed in Boston, including several scenes are filmed directly outside my wife's office, <laughs> which we were watching. She's like, oh, that's my building. <laughs> and then what's funny is that this is set, it's, I think, nominally set in Seattle, but is. Oh, is it? 
Oh, I guess so. They make a couple really oblique references, and there's one funny scene to me where Taika Waititi is in his office, and directly outside the building is the Boston World Trade Center, which is sort of this (laughs) low-slung building with a bunch of flags, and then there's a large body of water, and on the other side of that water is Seattle, and it's like, what the (laughs) fuck is going on? (laughs) It's the fringe universe. Yeah, it looks. Yeah. It took me a second to be like, "Wait, is this a made-up world that we're in here?" No, nope, the wrong place. This, this is a real world. They've just like, slammed a whole bunch yeah. of cities together. Interesting. Anyways, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't remember that from the movie, but uh, I did enjoy it. I think it, the only reason it, it copped me is because you could see the space needle, and I was like, "That's weird." <laughs> yeah, that's that's very. Yeah, it's it's odd to see the space needle in Boston. Yeah, it's unusual. <laughs> it doesn't happen every day. That's for sure. No. So my picks, I would say, uh, if you haven't watched the 2022 Oscars, that was pretty interesting. Um, <laughs> not touching that with a 10-foot No, pole. I'm not either. I, uh, I, as you Pass. both know, I watched um, Spider-Man No Way Home on an airplane, and I enjoyed let's really, that Let's one. really break that down, because I'm curious yeah, about really, Lex's yeah, feelings on that. Yeah, because you texted us about <laughs> I, I made a reference Marvel Cinematic a Universe email. stuff, and, and it was very confusing. I, I, all I said was, I know this is an unlikely thing, but if if we can get the Sony and Marvel universes to combine, then maybe we can get this thing to happen too. Uh, but so I had seen at least three prior Spider-Man movies, um, all of which starred <laughs> Tobey Maguire. Okay, I was just <laughs> and, checking because I was like, that's going to be weird if they were like one of these ones and one of those ones. <laughs> no, I had seen the Tobey Maguire ones and I'm not averse to seeing the other ones. I just hadn't. And I thought this would be uh, fun. And I don't know, a whole lot of the villains were from the era of the Spider-Man movies I was familiar with. It's true. So Yeah. yeah. So you had not seen any Spoiler the- alert for people who haven't seen it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not worried. You had- I mean, they were in the trailer, but this... You had not seen, Lex, any of the previous Tom Holland Spider-Man movies? Correct. Oh, they're really good. They're really yeah. good. I'll watch them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you might like I'll get there. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. So my oldest, uh, Ani, had been watching all the Marvel movies, and eventually they stopped because... I believe you mean Avengers, not eventually. Different movie. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> oh, I got one from Lex! Yeah, really. <laughs> oh, I feel great about it now. <laughs> but eventually they stopped because they couldn't get the Spider-Man ones at the right point, and going through you know the, the proper chronology. Because I think the Spider-Man oh, ones they're not on streaming. Disney Plus. Yeah. They're not on Disney+, Plus, they're on Netflix, and so I'm hoping that that's now resolved. Uh, although I, I haven't checked because Ani would like to pick up the watching and I would like to help empower that. So, I mean, worst case, you could just also buy them. Yeah, yeah they, um, had a, they had a, they had a, they had a bundle <laughs> at some point over on Apple. I, you Did you not listen to last week's episode where I detailed yet, my trouble in buying the right version of that movie? Yeah, that did come up. Oh my God. That's funny. I will listen. Yeah. Oh, you got the standard definition version. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I do, I do like those. And then I, I'm just continuing my pick because I, I, I can't emphasize enough how great I think it is, but God, Severance on Apple TV is just unbelievably good. And by the way, if yeah. you still haven't watched Coda... <laughs> I said it was good I, a long, long yeah, time ago, and now the world I saw, agrees. I, I keep meaning to, it. and I just haven't done it yet. Yep, but I'm same. Going, I'm going to. It's um, but just Severance, I completely agree with Severance. I'm totally caught up on Severance and uh, very much enjoying it. It's it's wild. There were no Apple TV shows that could motivate me to watch the day they dropped because I find Apple's release schedule annoying. I know Maltz likes it, but that one I watch. I watch. I don't care how late it is. I was in LA for work, and I was way too tired to watch it, and I still watched it because I needed to know what happened. Yeah. So I guess Great we're talking job. about TV stuff now instead of saving it for the bonus That's episode. That's right. So. The bonus episode is going to be about technology. I will. I'm gonna. I am going to plug. Uh, Our flag means death. Oh yeah, I've been um, meaning to watch that too. I have. I have greatly enjoyed. The first season is all available on HBO. There's a TV. I don't think I have a new TV pick, but I will add. I did. Uh, 
I watched two movies recently that one of which I don't think I'd necessarily recommend, uh, which was we watched The Green Knight. Yeah. That movie's fucking weird, man. It is weird. Is that the one that's a crossover of The Dark Knight and Green Mile? It is It not. is not. Okay. Just checking. It's uh, Dev Patel in a retelling of the classic English uh, folktale. I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah. It is a like weird movie. I got to, it's a very you know, weird movie. We watched that and we got to the end and I had a moment of, I'm not really sure what I just watched. Uh, <laughs> and it's beautiful. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous looking movie, but it is a uh, very, I don't know what the right word is pretentious intellectual take your pick um but not like i I (laughs) depends on your point of view yeah it really kind of does uh it it is extremely interesting and challenging and i'm glad that we watch it but i don't know that i enjoyed it i Uh, agree and then uh also uh i went to see the batman which i know john hasn't seen and probably will at some point but uh a movie that i had uh not unlike free guy low expectations for and it surpassed those expectations it was much better than i thought it was going to be the trick dan to enjoying more things in life is to have low expectations that's, that's how i get into this show every week <laughs> <laughs> it's how i make friends 